I'm I'm pretty hungover. Not feeling too good. Yeah. Well, wait till I ask you in the pod. Oh, Hello yeah. and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner Nave. Each pod we play through a cooperative experience to relate to you, the listener. If this game is the crim to the crim of co-op, or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave, how are you doing? Hey, Philip, could you fix your camera again? Because, dude, you are you doing this on purpose? Are you slowly tilting oh. the camera at more and more of All an right. angle every episode? Oh yeah. Like, so, like, like I there you notice. go. Is that better? <laughs> it feels like you're going down on the Titanic. Like, you know? <laughs> so stupid. All right. Philip, we have a guest today. There we go. We do. Who is it? It is Kevin. You want to talk about your podcasts and stuff? <laughs> uh, yeah. Hi. Hi, guys. Uh, Kevin, for anyone that, that doesn't know, I am the founder of Save the Game Media, a podcast network where I host um, an Xbox podcast called Project X Talk and a general conversation podcast we just goof off called I Hate My Friends. We have a bunch of other shows. I'm not going to get into the whole rigmarole, but if you uh, if you enjoy listening to me over here, come check us out. We'll, we'll gladly have uh, more people come over, hang out, you know? Good time over there. We uh, yeah, played Halo out. yesterday, and uh, I played two whole games with you guys because I joined <laughs> right at the end. Were you guys doing custom games or what? Yes, Philip, yeah. we played Diglett. Really? How was Diglett's? It was the, the infamous Diglett's. Is it? It's so good. It was mm. great. You know, it's great. So there was a guy in there that saw me in my cat ears, and he was upset at me. You know, he's like, disgusting. You desecrate the Spartan armor and the and the honor oh, of no. all the Spartans that have fallen before <laughs> you. And I'm like, oh, man, I made that guy upset. And then the very next game, some new guy joins to play Diglett, and he's like, oh, dude, who's wearing the cat ears? Nice. <laughs> just immediately. Oh, okay. And he's just like, I hate this game, and I hate the community. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. That's good. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. I like strong opinions, you know? Everyone needs to double down on their opinions. None of this like let's all coexist type behavior. Yeah, we want the we want the division and stuff. Uh, how much Halo Infinite have you guys been playing? Do you guys play like often like that? Uh, so that was uh, oh. Carpool Gaming, um, a friend of the show, well, friend of my show. Um, they do a community game night every Saturday. So that was their community game night for the week. So I just hopped on. But I played a lot yesterday because I played with uh, my friends over at the Iron Lords, played for a few hours. It was like a whole day of Halo Infinite custom games for me. Yeah, there's a whole, there was a couple of people that I saw in there and I was like, oh, this is, I'm in like, some i'm in the big boy corner right now like the what's his name the trophy room guy was in there yeah i was like oh my god this is, this is insane i'm around giants and i'm just being obnoxious giants, giants. <laughs> i know it's weird for me because i know joe the the joseph moran mr badbit from the the trophy room they, their podcast is is big like it's like one of the biggest playstation podcasts out there uh, on audio and but like to me he's just joe because like he's been on my show multiple times like i've met him in real life we did extra life to get like at this point he's kind of just like another one of the guys and he's so ridiculous he's a ridiculous human being and i love it it seemed pretty funny for the 15 minutes i was there <laughs> Uh, so, Kevin, we are a co-op gaming podcast, and we have a special co-op question we always ask our first-time guests. If you have a notable co-op memory, I always talk about how, like, I played Super Mario 3 co-op with my sister growing up, or something along those lines. Oh, uh, wow. Well, I got lots of co-op memories, because I played 
I played most of my games growing up co-op with my twin brother. So we used to knock out. We, I mean, we started with Mario, very like Mario Luigi. Thank God they had that. Otherwise, it would have been a fight over the controller. But I think <laughs> probably Tales of Symphonia would be if I'm going to highlight a memory because obviously we played all the Halos together, Gears of War, that stuff. But Tales of Symphonia is both of our favorite games of all time and it's one that we played together. And it was interesting because it was a game we got initially and we played it for like 30 minutes. I was like, this game sucks. And then <laughs> put it down for like a year, randomly decided to come back to it. And then all of a sudden we're like, no, this game's amazing. What were we, what were we doing? We were so stupid. And then we played through the entire thing like 12 times now throughout our lives. Like it's, <laughs> I love that game so much. And it's just one like, I played with him every time we were speed running it at some point. We were going for the hundred percent over multiple, multiple playthroughs. It's just a, a really special game. I was That's on nice. the gaming duo and like that reminds me talking about a game that you hate and then you come back and randomly it's just good all of a sudden. It's like there's so many games that you just have to be in the right state of mind for. The game we were talking about on the gaming duo was uh Prey. A lot of or like Dragon mm -hmm. Age Origins is another one where I didn't understand Dragon Age Origins the first like seven times I tried it. And so it took a long time for me to figure that game out. That's a good memory. So we are a gaming podcast and this week we are going to be talking about Nobody Saves the World. But before we get there, let's just check in with our weekly gaming journal and see what we've been playing. Nave, what have you been playing? I started up Persona 5 after I beat Kingdoms of Amalur. I'm trying to keep like at least one big uh, RPG in the rotation, and would you believe it that Persona? If I told you, Persona Five is actually very, very good. Yeah, everyone says it is. I would. Yes, I got the platinum. Oh, you got the platinum. Yeah. I'm I'm currently working on the completion right now. I'm slow. I got a freaking spreadsheet of like all of the things I need to do every day, and I'm like, gotta gotta. Like I'm gonna be so disappointed if I get to like the third semester and I've screwed something up somewhere down the line because I'm never gonna find it. Because there's all these oh, small things you got to do, Philip. It's like every Sunday you got to go down to the to the slushy shop and get the get the asparagus slushy <laughs> so that you're more charming. What? And yes, dude, oh, it's God. insane. It's insane, dude. Um, it's like every night you. It's like every other every couple nights I have to make a lockpick, but I have to keep saving and reloading if I don't get a lucky lockpick or something. I'm like, oh, this is this is this is getting a little God. wild. But the game itself is pretty awesome, and um, all of the characters so far that I've met, which is just the base like three i met the fourth person now but like but we're just talking to him right now we, he hasn't joined the party officially yet but um everyone is really interesting and i'm like really excited to to continue with this and i'm really looking forward to persona 3 when it comes out have you played persona 4 i have played i uh i i don't uh, think i got the platinum on the vita but i played a golden on the vita. no way yeah it's, <laughs> golden is so ridiculously hard platinum yeah, you gotta. I don't know if I even knew about like true. Uh, what is it? Uh, PlayStation profiles back then. I think I just played it for fun, back before in the in the young days. But uh, yeah, I played some High on Life. Philip, have you tried High on Life yet? Nope. I'm saving it for probably next year once I clear out some of these other games I'm working through. Dude, it's so jam packed. Like December, like from now on, it's just gonna be video game bangers dropping all of the time. It's scary. Seems like it. Um, have you tried High on Life, Kevin? Yeah, I beat it. Oh, you well, beat this fast. One? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I so it's long the game. I beat it in seven hours, literally to the the minute. So, like my, if you go look at my stats, to seven yeah. hours it took me to beat. There are a few like 
side things you can like go clean up and find like some hidden areas but it's not really that enticing to do the side content for me i thought the game was hilarious i think it's way better than the reviews it's getting for sure oh, where yeah. it's like oh 61 on metacritic i'm like i everyone's out of touch with reality if this is a 61 i don't know what's going on in the world anymore because this game was so funny it has solid shooting mechanics like it's a thoroughly enjoyable experience the entire way through yeah, I mean, I, I definitely am a little disappointed because I was hoping a little, for a little bit more Star Wars Bounty Hunter or, like, Odd World Strangers Wrath a little, like, but the, the humor is hit and miss for a lot of sections. Like, it depends, it, like, there's a scale, where a slider thing, you can turn down how often the guns are yelling because I'm having a problem where they're usually talking over like things that are happening and I'm, like, trying to hear, like, the, the enemies banter, like, Borderlands style, but, um, uh, I, I I do enjoy it, and I just got the shotgun, and I am I am thoroughly mm. enjoying that guy's personality. It's really fun. Yeah, there's there's multiple care NPC characters that you can just go up to on the street, interact with, and they have nothing to do with like the story or, but they'll just do the most bizarre stuff. So like one guy was like, "Can you just watch my bike for a few minutes?" And I'm like, okay. And he just he walks away, and your character's locked in place, staring at a bike. Oh, no. And then when the character comes back, they're like, "Oh, thanks, I'm back." He's like, "Where's my bike?" And they like, because your camera switched to the NPC, oh, then you look back yeah. and it's gone. He's like, "Like, I swear it was just here. I don't, I don't know what happened." And then he's like, "Dude, that was a bike my dad gave me." He's like, "That means so much to me." And then he just starts at, like fuck you fuck i don't know if we can swear sorry if we can't yeah, but yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like fuck you fuck this fuck you fuck he's like fuck he just over like 50 times in a row and anytime you go up to him afterwards he's just fuck you fuck you fuck it i'm like yo this game knows what it's about and it leans into it some of the like so you remember the darkness philip how you could watch tv <laughs> and yeah. this game has like a tv that just switches through a bunch of different random shit and i was just sitting there watching it and some of these some of these shows suck but some of them obliterated me. Like I would, just, like I don't know what it is. It's like it's so much funnier when a funny one shows up after you just watched a shitty one. Like I don't know why it's <laughs> like that. You, you can watch uh, Tammy and the T Rex. The entire movie is in the game. You yeah, can watch it on, and I think it has Paul Walker in. It. I think that one, like Paul Walker is in one of these movies. <laughs> I was just I uh, was talking about the part where they're taking his brain out and he's like clearly a mannequin now <laughs> like that movie's so funny <laughs> or there's a moment where he's like oh Paul Walker's in a coma and like you see him like swallowing like gulping <laughs> laying there and I'm just like this movie's so dumb there's more than one movie there's a there's yeah, a movie about like a clown four. and it was funny because I was streaming it uh, and this this lady was like I'm gonna go take a shower and I'm like. This movie's not going to show titties, is it? And I'm like, I'm like, I got it on the edge of the screen. I'm like, ready to turn away. Oh, and, like, and then immediately, like the next scene is her dropping a rope. I'm like, ah, I can't show that on the stream. It's a tactical God. role. Get out of there. But uh, so yeah, there's stupid. movies on there. It's like that one mm -hmm. indie game. What is it? That shitty one. Stone with the koala oh. that has uh, Night of the Living Dead on it. And I watched the entire movie. I just made some popcorn and watched Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> anyway. Um, Kyle yeah. Life, pretty decent. Uh, I also picked up the Vampire Survivors DLC. Like I said, I beat it just before we started the show. Finally got the last achievement. Uh, More of the same. Pretty good. Yeah, there's uh, really cool items on there. Um, some of the characters kind of suck, be but I think that's just because I've been using uh, Queen Victoria the whole time, so everyone sucks compared to her. Yeah, the god, pretty much. Just kill yeah. everything with the sword. 
I was I've gotten so acclimated to being able to re-roll a fucking thousand times before I I find the things that I want. So playing again with only two re-rolls is really take it took me a minute to like get used to. I also forgot almost all of the late game like uh, upgrades. I forgot how to combine them and like evolve them. So I was constant. And so the, since there's so many evolutions now, there's two pages in the grimoire. But on the Xbox, hopefully they patch this because I, I imagine it was designed for the PC. There's two little arrows that switched up from page one to page two. You can't select them on the Xbox, so you just oh, can't no. see them. Like you're just not allowed to see what they are anymore. Figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> it's annoying, but it'll get fixed. I'm sure. Pretty good. The new level's pretty cool. It's got like. You know, it's like a Japanese village or whatever, and it's like not just a big empty square. You know what I mean? It reminds yeah. me of the uh, the milk. What is it? The milk farm? The cheese farm? The oh, cheese the dairy factory. Farm. Yeah. yeah, where you get the magic <laughs> milk. Yeah. Have you played Vampire Survivors, Kevin? Uh, I've been addicted to it for like the last week and a half. To be honest with you, um, I don't have anywhere near all the achievements. I got like half, maybe. But, like, it, it's definitely a game I just throw a podcast on and then I'll sit there just mindlessly. But I just feel like, like, as long as I get the garlic, I'm going to make it to the Reaper every single time. But then I can't beat the Reaper. He just, he keeps killing me. I, ha I have, like, six revives. And I'm like, how much does it take to murder this dude? There, it, it, there, Thanks it, a lot. There is a clear bias towards garlic. Have you noticed that, Philip? I took I a love hard stance when this game first came out. Yeah, I took you're like, hard fuck stance. Garlic. Fuck garlic. Now I'm like, ah, oh, garlic's good. Especially because one of the new the new weapons hurts you actively as it attacks people. And I'm just like, oh, I wish I had the garlic healing me right now because I'm yeah. dying right now. But um, We can always yeah. use the bird, which just has passive regen. The bird does? The bird takes up two slots, though. The new weapons, most of them... Oh, no, not the bird. The, the phoenix character. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, I got you. The, but a lot of the new weapons, they take two. So, like, the uh, the new sword takes the the candelabra and the spinach, I think, or something like that. Don't take my word for it. Google yeah. it. There's a wiki okay. for a reason. But, uh, it, but it takes two different, like, items. So it's like, that means, okay, I can also, like, pivot into the axe and the fire wand, and then I get a whole extra slot on the bottom. Like, I can just make for experience or whatever. You know what I mean? It makes building a little bit more intricate, and I'm really excited to see like what more further DLC is going to be. And this came out fast. I mean, the game just released, but it's in beta, it's been in beta, so maybe it's not like it didn't it didn't come out fast. I lied. But uh, hopefully, more stuff like this comes out. Yeah, Vampire Survivors is good. All right, Kevin, what have you been playing this week? Uh, so besides those two games, I also beat two other games, and that was Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. I rolled credits on that. Uh, it took me two days. It's eight-hour-long game for anyone that doesn't know. It's oh, it can be longer if you do all the side missions, which are you go to a save point, select a mission, and that brings fade to black you're in a different area you kill one enemy fade to black and then you come back Compl <laughs> this that's odd no no so so the game is a it's a port of the psp game and you can clearly tell it looks much better visually like it's definitely a remaster it's not up to the uh graphical fidelity of say final fantasy 7 remake for the the ps5 but <laughs> it's definitely still designed like a psp game it still has Every area is basically run down this hallway to the end and then it'll get a little cutscene, run down this other hallway, like hallway, fight enemies in between. 
Um, the story is ridiculous. You got Genesis reading your poems. And if anyone has <laughs> played the game, you know what I'm talking about. Like literally just, okay, I get it, bro. You like Loveless, but like move on. Like do you have dialogue to add to the actual game? Or are you just going to read to me? So you learn more about Sephiroth and uh, Zach, who is important to Cloud. And that's all I'll say. But um, I'm interested because Crisis Core the ending to Crisis Core is, I don't know how to say this last but If you've played Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know that things are not going the way they did in Final Fantasy VII. That's all yeah. I will say. So um, I'm very interested to see. I, I thought maybe they were going to change something, like surprise some players, but like nothing is different. This is just the original story. So I'm like, why did you put this out right now? Because I'm very confused, but like maybe we'll get some answers in Rebirth next year. Do you uh, ever get to listen to Frank Sinatra while you're killing the Green Gorblin? I don't believe so. <laughs> Not that I heard. Dang. No, no Limbiscuit. No Limbiscuit. Uh, well, no, I guess no. the, I guess Final That's Fantasy Origins uh, is still the best Final Fantasy game. Then, <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, I played a game called Blacktail, which is from a developer called the the Parasite. It's their very first game. It was published by Focus as part of their indie series and. I got to say, Focus is quickly becoming my, like, go-to for those double-A and indie-style games. They're not quite a triple-A uh, publisher yet, but they've put out things like uh, A Plague Tale and, uh, oh, I see a Shipbreaker. They, they, yep, Shipbreaker. They, they, Shipbreaker on your list here. Uh, so Focus is really nailing what they put out. They identify quality games. And Blacktail is is another quality game from a studio that their very first attempt. So you are put in the role of this girl called Yaga and she is looking for her sister Zora. And along the way you have to like free some spirits. It's an open world that can have some survival game elements, depending on what difficulty you play on where you have to like find food and eat it. Um, I don't, I don't do that crap. So I was like, I'm not doing <laughs> the survival stuff. I just want to explore the world a little bit, get the story because it is very much a, um, She's trying to prove that she isn't the Baba Yaga from like that old myth about the the chicken house that, and all that. Yeah, yep. the creature that steals children or whatever. But her name's Yaga, and I'm like, okay, well, clearly there's something going on here. So um, it's a good story. It was about ten hours long. It can be more depending on how much you do in the open world. Visually very impressive. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, and it's on sale for twenty three dollars. It's a launch sale. So uh, if in terms of quality versus price you're getting a steal here nice so much on sale right now holy yeah fucking yeah. shit that's <laughs> not good like i don't know like we'll talk about when nave gets to his uh buy section but i see you bought a lot of things nave yeah i know that uh, like i have a lot of things on my wish list and i'm just getting a ping like every hour where it's yes! like you have 33 items on sale on your wish list and i'm like not now xbox i'm, I'm too poor it's not payday and then like <laughs> it'll pop up you have 34 items and it'll be like it just keeps doing that every hour it seems God bless them, though, for that wish list. Usually I get, like, one or two things come up. And when I saw 22, I was like, my God. Yeah. So my games this week, uh, we mentioned earlier, Shipbreaker. Dave, Shipbreaker, you got to play it. It's so good. 
Dude, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do that because you keep bringing Did you up see the power video I You posted a video because I was my fucking phone was going on. I was like, Instagram, people liked your video. I'm like, what? And so I went and looked at it, and uh, it looks really goofy because I can kind of hear because there's no there's no voice or anything in there, but I can hear Philip from through the video going, oh no, as, as like yeah. a whole bunch <laughs> of like, shit so, starts cascading into like a horrible if you, situation. We didn't see it at home, dear listener. It's like I'm in a inside the ship. It's pressurized. I'm just kind of putting along going like boop, 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 with my little thruster like just floating on the inside zero gravity i go over to one of the airlocks which i thought was an airlock airlock it was just an access port and if you open it up without depressurizing the ship first it's just explosive decompression <laughs> as everything gets sucked out including damage to the reactor which led to the whole ship just going nuclear <laughs> like, <laughs> off and, and this is like god it was so terrible because I was trying to like metagame that one section too, because this is a, was a, like, I don't know, like 10 hours into the game. I feel like I've been playing the game for so long. Like mm-hmm. it, may, it makes me want to go back and check how many hours I actually have on the game. Old chip breaker. I currently have 16 hours in the game and I just hit this tutorial or whatever. 16 hours and they're coming up with new sections about taking this reactor apart. But Throughout the rest of the game, you have a limit on your oxygen thruster. Basically, all your resources are limited. But during the tutorial, they're not. But this still counts as a normal ship for you to ship break. And so I'm just taking my time, basically abusing the tutorial, doing all the teardowns on the ship, getting all my prep done, just putting along. This is great. Super meta game, all that stuff or whatever. Then I'm like, all right, time to do the reactor part. And that's whenever I went into the ship. And that happened and blew it up. And I just lost like an hour of work that I had put into the ship because it's like, you failed the tutorial, restart. And I'm like, oh my God, no, oh, I gotta do this all again. So I'm, I'm actually kind of angry at that game. But <laughs> I still enjoy it and I'm going back to it. But besides, besides that, uh, I just dropped in a couple of Gundam Evolutions. I don't know if you can tell, Nave, but I am currently, I have some kind of cold or sickness or infection. I don't know what's wrong with me. I am dying. <laughs> all of us all of us are dying yeah. don't worry so, we're with you yeah, just I got over one yeah i've not been playing that many games besides uh for my backlog buster and for main quest because announcement back up in february there's going to be an episode where i talk about sonic the hedgehog 2 the classic one on main quest and man that game fucking sucks just for the record <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah. spoilers what Wait, have you played sonic the hedgehog 2 we Isn't are not Sonic where Tails gets introduced? Yeah, I thought he was in the first one, too. No. What? Was he? No, no I don't think so. All right, yeah, they introduced him in the second one, then. Let me look. I th- I, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure... Well, they, I googled Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and it gave me the, yeah, the, the, movie. the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's not what I was looking for, but I... I played them... I'm Listen, I played them as, as a child, and when yeah, I was as a, a child, kid, they were you don't like, know better. great. Yeah. No, dude, yeah, as a child, I knew better. As a child, I was really? like, why do I run for... The game is like, run fast. And I'm like, okay. And then I slam into spikes. And I'm like, why? I, there's no way I could have reacted to that. Okay, like, this yeah. isn't Mario World. I don't want to play we this. About that. Give me like, Tur- like, Turok man, back. The fantasy is of going fast as Sonic, but you never realize that in-game. Even in like Super Mario Bros. 3, when you have the Tanuki suit, you're able to get up to some crazy speed and go flying off into space if you wanted to. Yeah, it's it's like, all the it's way like, to the moon. Here's the Tanuki suit and also a fucking air, airport for you to run in, like in this level. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I do not recommend Sonic 2, but I recommend Main Quest Pod featuring Keith from our Resident Evil 6 and Final Fantasy Origins episode. Yep, I was on an episode of that for Kirby's Dreamland, a game in which I did not play. <laughs> Great game, though. 
it looked fun. Philip was playing it, and he was like, he got to the Dark Souls New Game Plus area, and he's like, I, I don't, I can't do this. <laughs> like he just got frustrated and quit. Yeah, New Game Plus was too strong. And then for my backlog, I was also playing the new Pac-Man World Repack. Yeah, which I beat that it. game is fucking trash too. What? what? Come on, man! It ain't that bad. You're I never played it back in the day. Me either. Me either. I just played what? it for the first time this year. I liked really? it. So you enjoyed all those stupid floating platforms yet that you have to sprint on, and you just sit there and you're just sitting there running in place as the platform <laughs> slowly moves across the screen. And I'm like, this is thrilling gameplay. Just to get to the other side, I'm like, oh, I'm going to jump over there. I go to jump, and I accidentally hit the jump button again, and you do a butt slam, instantly sending you to your death to hell, because the jump button is also the suicide button. <laughs> if you hit it again in midair. God, it made me so angry. Or just... Man, I made it so far in that game too. I feel like I put probably like eight hours in that game of just me like getting all the collectibles because I was I wasn't getting it was a collectathon. I was collecting everything, and oh, it got to a point that. where oh that, that was my mistake. I should have just <laughs> sprinted through the level. But it's like you need to get all the collectibles to free all the pack family that's been captured by the evil ghost Pac Man robot, which mm-hmm. I did not understand. Was that from the show? Or something. Uh, I have no idea. I only, I I vaguely remember the show. I will say that freeing the pack family helps you in the final encounter because you have more. Like they're off to the sides during the final boss fight, and they can like throw stuff to help you. But okay. I didn't do. I had like two of the pack family, and I was <laughs> like, this boss fight sucks. Yeah, well, it's like, well, I rescued Grandpa, and then I don't think I rescued another person until I got to the dog, and then the dog really crooked me out because he was like, Master, thank God you're here. Please free me. And I'm like, why can the dog talk? (laughs) (laughs) Why does he call me Master? I don't like that. This is a weird relationship we have with this dog now. I don't know why, but I'm thinking about Patches in the the Radon fight in Elden Ring. <laughs> and just like, you summon him in, and he's just like, "All right, peace." And then he like leaves. And I was, I spent like, I so in Elden Ring went back in the day, whenever it first came out, I I helped a lot of people beat Radon just because I liked the fight. And uh, I spent like fifteen or sixteen of them in a row, just watching patches, like seeing, trying to see what he was doing. Like I thought he was sabotaging us. I kept trying to get people to not summon patches because I thought he was doing something to actively make the game harder for us. Because I don't trust that fucker. Yep, but uh, Pac-Man repacked or whatever. Uh, I'm retiring this game. I'm not going to be completing it. It's going into the dead dead boy list. But that puts me at 27% through my backlog. I'll finish it one day. No, you won't. What did, what did you buy? And speaking of backlog, mine just got a lot bigger. Yeah, this is the most you've ever bought for an episode. I think so. I, you know what's funny is my if if I had a percent on my backlog, I don't think this would move the percent. I don't think it would make it lower. You'd I'd still be even the same. this many games. Yeah. yeah, there's so many games I own now. Uh, but a lot of games went on sale. The Dio Field Chronicle. I I bought a couple Square Enix games last week. I talked about I pre-ordered the Final Fantasy was what's it called that just came out. Um, I got the Dio Field Chronicle. This game looks like Final Fantasy Tactics, which is sick, and the game's beautiful. It's got that ye old Final Fantasy look, like that art style. You know how like the characters look in the in those older games. Yeah. Fucking love that shit. It's really cool. Um, Star Ocean: The Divine Force. I've only played one Star Ocean game before, and I fucking hated it because at that, that point I had already played. 2? No, it was it was the one on the 360. I think it might have been okay. exclusive, but I played it. I, I at that point I had already played Lost Odyssey and and Tales of Vesperia. I'd played some bangers. So when I played the Star Ocean, I think it's till the end of time. I was like. 
the fuck is this? <laughs> this is this is awful. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on. I might be more kind to it going back to it, but I'm kind of interested in seeing this game, uh, seeing this game through after I beat God the the next 15 JRPGs I've got lined up. Uh, yeah, have you I played was, any of these? This one's on my wish list too, the Star Ocean one. I've heard it's good. I know my friend uh, Ryan Turford over at uh, Carpool Gaming really enjoyed it. Um, the Diafield Chronicle, I can say, fantastic game. I got the 100% on that one. Uh, it took me about 20 hours, so it's not too that's not long. Bad. That's not bad. And that's doing every single thing in the game, like every side. Like, it's super easy to get the 100%, and that game is actually really good. Yeah, I mean, you just single-handedly, like, moved the Final Fantasy uh the crisis core up up a whole bunch of like spots in my brain because you were like it was eight hours i was like what i can beat it in two days like seriously that's awesome i'm gonna fucking go do that right now i just got done beating kingdoms of amalur and i streamlined that game i got it i got all the thousand gamer score in it i didn't do the dlc because i'm scorned by it now but um it's like that took me like 80 hours in two weeks it was awful it was like a it was an odyssey I was I like, played like ten hours and then dropped that game. I was like, I get it. It's like <laughs> I get it's like feels. Fable yeah. and and um and Skyrim put together like had a little baby. That's how I kind of feel about that game. I was telling people it reminded me of Alpha Protocol. You remember that game? That's a good yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, the Kingdoms of Amalur done with you. Uh, Disco Elysium I bought. Philip, have you heard all this crazy shit about the developers of this? Uh, apparently there's some crook business going on with the developers. Some I don't remember exactly what, but apparently the game is so good, no one cares, right? I don't know. No, it's like it's not the devel- It's the I think the artistic people in the in the development studio got kicked out or something. Like the lead people, mm-hmm. I, yep. it's something and then crazy. Someone else took over their studio and they're trying to keep the rights to, <laughs> to Disco Elysium. Yeah, that's insanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard a lot of good things about this though. Um, I was talking, I was talking big about Pentiment and someone was like, play Disco Elysium if you like this. And I was like, all right, you, you, you did it. You got me, which I still haven't beaten Pentiment, but tired of reading. Um, no more heroes three, never played any of these. Um, in the, whenever I did the, uh, uh, the trivia hundredth game episode for game duo, a, the, in jeopardy, the Travis touchdowns weapon came up. And everyone was like, uh-huh. And I was like, oh, shit, nobody's played this game. <laughs> so I need to move this up the list so that I have an actual opinion. Uh, wait, wait, have you played it, Kevin? You look like you're about to... No. Oh, Is no. it like a lightsaber? Yeah, it's a... Yeah, it kind of has a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a beam saver is what it's called. I think Because the question was about what oh, is what it is called. what is this, Gundams? No. Yeah, okay, I, okay. I don't know. Uh, it's not Gundams. Uh, Greedfall, uh, it's a game. It, I think that's the pirate game, right? Um, you remember... Uh... I thought it's it was like a steampunk game. It's I wouldn't I don't know if I would call it a pirate game. It's um it's maybe like Victorian? A, it's like a settler. I mean it's a you you play as a settler, right? Like you go to the, a new continent and you try to like the land is kind of infested and stuff. It's it's from spiders who it's it's a very good double A style like RPG. Um, I didn't get very far into it. I thought the combat was a little janky personally, but I know a lot of people really like it. One of my favorite Western RPGs is Dragon Age Origins, so I'm a, I'm okay with janky combat if the game is yeah. uh, addicting enough. Uh, Mordheim, City of the Damned. I don't know. I think it's a war. I think it's a Warhammer game. Uh, I can. Oh, this tell... game looks sick. What like, City you... of the Damned? Yeah, or like I, I really want to play this one. Like I don't know about playing it on Xbox, but I really want to play this one at least on PC because it is like an Overwatch style tactics game not overwatch um oh, what's the game XCOM. aliens 
XCOM, yeah. XCOM style tactics game. Only you get to play as like all the monster raises and stuff too. And so I'm like looking at like the Skaven with their giant rat ogres and everything else. I'm like, <laughs> man, I want to be some rat boys. And like the whole premise is like you're like raiding this city that's been destroyed by some kind of chaos crystal bullshit. I don't remember. But it's just like XCOM where it's like you need to go in, you need to wipe out the enemies. But then you also usually need to collect like the crystals at the same time. Like in XCOM, they had like the alien probe machines or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember what they had to, the killers like, kidnap their dead bodies and stuff, bring them back to the, your surgery table. Yeah. So there's always like side quests along with it. And then there's also like, it, it gets really complex because there's just the normal tactical combat, but then it's like things you need to do in the mission that are usually from like outside influences. Like, I think there's like, uh, was it like these lords of the area that will demand tribute and they will give you like perks and stuff like that. They're like, Hey, I need you to go and collect this many of this thing. And I need you to give it to me by Tuesday. And it's like every night is like a day as you go out. So well, that kind of makes me think of dark, darkest, darkest dungeon. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's, I recommend that too. Darkest dungeons. Type. Um, I can fell. It's pretty. I don't remember again. I bought way too many games. I don't remember what my, most of these are. Uh, I can feel just looks really cool. It looks like something you'd like, Philip. It's that Steven Universe style art style kind Ground of thing. Yeah. Uh, indie title. Uh, New Tales from the Borderlands, not indie title. Uh, I haven't heard shit about this game. I love the Telltale game, and so, but everyone that's, it's like I I know so many people that play games like this. I've only heard two people talk about it, and they both said it fucking sucks, and the characters are terrible. Oh, so I'm no. like, oh, I'm excited. <laughs> like I, I'm gonna let's get right on in there then, and so. Uh, uh, I I love shit like that. Uh, Black Door. I don't know. I'm don't shrugging. Know what that is. Yeah, you, uh, the Audible that. shrug. Uh, Lost Ruins. Audible shrug. I don't know what any of these games are. Indie games. You bought them. Oh, yeah. Welcome. They were welcome on to sale. gaming together. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking. I bought a lot. I buy a lot of things that I don't fucking. He's like four ninety nine. I think I have. I think I have thirteen hundred games on my account Jeez. now at this point. I can't even find this guy. Google Black Door video game and nothing comes <laughs> oh, up. Oh, no. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Maybe I wrote it wrong or something. I don't know. Um, All right. Well, it, dear listeners at home, if you have any recommendations, be sure to send them to Nave and he might buy the game without even looking at it. <laughs> Dude, I, that's my thing. I love playing games and not knowing what, what it's about. There's a game on Steam right now, now called uh, Have Sex with Hitler 2. <gasps> the second one. one. Finally, yeah. the sequel we all needed. How much? Uh, too much. I bet. Dude, turns I'm out glad... just a crypto miner in the background. The whole. Time. <laughs> I'm glad someone else brought up Hitler, so now I can talk about this. Okay, so I was sitting in my mail truck and I was like talking to someone. All right, and I, I can't on Twitter. I was like, okay, what? They're talking about the Microsoft thing, Activision, whatever. And that argument, it doesn't matter. We we're having an argument on, and so I was about to make a like ri- ridiculous. Uh, over exaggeration. I was like, because basically what he's saying is like completely unreasonable, right? Like it, it doesn't make sense. So I was gonna be like, yeah, there's like a there's a, a hypothetical in, in the infinite universes. There's a hypothetical universe where this thing that you're saying happens, but there's also a hypothetical universe where Hitler got reincarnated as Kim Kardashian, and that's why Kanye West is the way he is. And I sat there and thought about that for like 25 minutes. I have bad ADHD, bad bad ADHD, and it's not good for uh, being a mailman for my profession. So. It's like sometimes I just stare at the sky and think about that this shit. Like just imagining that world. Anyways. Anyways. That rolls right into our Patreon section. Dear patrons, I have a calling for you at this moment. 
First, let's thank our uh, our normal patrons or whatever. Insane Cracker, Nick and Knight, Hopple, Michael Superbacker, and Pinecone. Thanks, boys. Everyone that is not a supporter, you if you would have supported us, maybe would have actually, spoilers, finished the game this week. Because we would be able to quit our jobs. Nave would no longer have to be an ADD mailman. And we could just spend all day gaming to give a more comprehensive review. Aggressive so. to your aggressive to your audience, you know. It's a bold <laughs> strategy, but I, I can't say it's one I, I don't like, you know. We talked about it earlier. Like we're we double down here. You gotta stand for something. All right. Which Hopple was in that stream, uh, whenever we played Halo. Hopple was hanging out in there. Yeah. Hopple's yeah, everywhere. Hopple's also one of my it? patrons. <laughs> I don't Hopple's I, good Hopple's good good people. I don't even know Shout how he Hopple. finds out about this stuff. Because I, I found out like the last 15 minutes of their stream. I was like, oh, this sounds like fun. I want to play Halo. I want to play I want to play Smash Brothers Fox only on Final Destination and Halo. Yo, I was so good at that. Dude, the first <laughs> game, game I was time? smashing. I was smashing people. And then the second game, I don't know what happened. Like it was, I just fell apart. I was like in like second to last place. It was fun, Philip. Yeah, we'll have to play some. Uh which Christmas break is here, so hopefully we can get some games in. Yes. All right, Nate, what's on the Twitter? <laughs> uh, okay, I want to say nothing, but I'm going to go check again. I'll check so, again as well. Do the, yep, do looks the like dance. Nothing. Figure, figure out. Oh, nothing? No, I'm looking at it right now. I so clearly mean. <laughs> I, I, do what? <laughs> what? What does this mean? What's on the Twitter? Lots of things are on the Twitter. Uh, oh, we well, we, put, we can make a post to see if anyone wants to write in, but usually people don't. Oh, because okay. it's the same thing about the stream because usually people don't see it until way too late, and so they'll reply, and I'm like, I'm sorry, we already recorded. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Maybe we should uh, do the post sooner. But the problem is usually we don't play the game until you know a week in advance, if that. So we don't even know what to ask about it. So we could just say like, hey. Nobody saves the world. Let's take a quick break and then we can come back and talk about our game. And then the music do you need a ba- yeah, do you need a bathroom break or anything? No. I'm good. Do you have a time constraint? Because once again, I forgot to ask. No, I'm, I'm fine. Awesome. We're, we're good to go. All right. Uh, and we're back. There's this. Uh... Oh, God. What is it now? <laughs> There's this. Okay. So I when I stopped to get gas, um, on my last route, I had to stop to get gas every day, right? And I would go into this on queue and I would buy like, I don't know, some breakfast, like a sausage biscuit or whatever. And I, I don't like bread. So I'll eat the sausage biscuit with one biscuit half. And then the other half, I just set to the side. And <clears throat> I know I'm, I'm insane. I eat hamburgers like that. I do it all. I do it. All. I'm, I commit to it. And so I don't think it's a hamburger if there's no bun. What is it? Isn't it called like an open faced sandwich or something if there's no top i think you still need one half for it to no, be I mean, open face you know you can just call no. it a hamburger steak well no because i have one bun because i i'm not gonna okay, hold okay. with my then hands an open okay <laughs> the, uh, gamer fingers yeah with the the mayonnaise and the the mayonnaise and <laughs> onions in my hands but um oh fuck what was i just saying oh yeah so i would sit in this on queue and this biscuit would be sitting there or i'd get like a, a like a turkey sandwich or something and i would there would be a bunch of birds that would come over and i would like feed them i'd give them some bread I'm like here you go crows and i like i think i trained these crows because they were always like i would show up and they would just flock to my truck and because they'd be like oh this dude gives us gives us bread and i kind of miss them you know what i mean <laughs> like i go to the, oh, the 7-eleven there's no crows i just eat my fucking my funyuns and i just uh i'm alone well it's like uh do you remember back in our hometown 
uh, we have a McDonald's, and then right next to it is a cemetery. <laughs> and in the cemetery is a a duck pond right next to the highway. Yeah. And like for some reason, the move is to go to McDonald's, get your food, and then you go park in the cemetery, and then you throw French fries to the ducks. Dude, that's also long- there was also I there's a McDonald's when right next to it was a Long John Silver's, and in that parking lot was just a fucking murder of crows. <laughs> like that would just sit there. <laughs> Oh, and also the seagulls, a crazy amount of seagulls. By the way, we live in Oklahoma, or we mm-hmm. did live in Oklahoma, a I large amount of gulls. Yeah, I don't know some what's reason. going on. Seagulls love McDonald's. That's a thing everywhere. I can confirm. Yeah, they just... they. Anyways, uh, what, what game is this? Nobody Saves the World. Okay. <laughs> By uh, And we're back. Drinkbox Studios, famous for Guacamelee and Mutant Blobs Attack. I don't know Mutant Blobs, but everyone knows Guacamelee. Uh this game was released back in January 2022 and early 2022. So it had potential for game of the year. Is it going to get game of the year, Philip? No. Well, for our pod? No, for the game awards. No, the game awards already happened. Dave Elden Ring what? won, apparently. I know. Elden Ring? Big- dude, did you see that dude? There was a guy. There's a, there's a clip going around. And everyone's like mad at him. I'm pretty sure he's just fucking around. You know how like he's just exaggerating being stupid. And he was upset that God of War lost. But he was talking. He was like, there is interference in the game awards. Biden, what are you doing? Biden, what? investigate China. I'm like, what? That's got to <laughs> like, be a joke. What's happening? That's not real. It's be. But everyone was so upset at him because I don't know. Like this is Sony fan base. I'm like, no, no, no. This is this is a guy. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. This is a random dude. He's that's a, that's got to be a joke. There's no way he's for real about that. Anyways, oh God, I nobody says the world on my couch. I don't know what the fuck. She's just getting comfy. In this game, you transform into a featureless nobody, into a slug, a ghost, and a dragon. In in this new take on action RPGs from the creators of Guacamelee, discover 15 plus distinct forms, mix and match their abilities, clear evolving dungeons, and dot 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 save the world? Question mark from the Steam store. Is there a name for having exclamation question mark? Is there like a a combo name? name? You know, like three pipe periods together is ellipses. I guess Wait, uh, I, guess I don't right? know why I'm asking you. Yes, that is right. Ellipses is dot dot dot. Hmm. What are you googling that now? You think I'm wrong? <laughs> no, I lie so much that it's hard to tell if I'm being real about stuff sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got. Yeah. Well, that I believe you, Dave. I saw this wrong. <laughs> All right. That that is not what we were looking at. Okay. I don't. I don't know, Dave. I'm sorry. I'm not an English major. I'll take your word for it. So. Uh, history with this franchise. It's a newer franchise. Nave mentioned it at one point, and I played Guacamelee. What about you, Kevin? Do you have a history with this franchise or game or preconceptions um, where you played it? The only thing I know is I didn't like Guacamelee. I w- have not liked Drinkbox's previous games. Um, my brother did like <laughs> Guacamelee, Guacamelee 2, so he's been a fan. So when they announced this one and we we're co-op RPG, we're like, I'm going to try it for sure. So uh, just besides that, not not much. I, I definitely don't know what Mutant Blob's attack is. Yeah, I, I heard this game from Defining Duke because they had a – that's an Xbox podcast. And I yeah. uh, uh, I saw the interview they had with – I think it was two of the developers of this game. With, and uh, they brought up that whenever they got – whenever they approached Microsoft to be on Game Pass, they – got uh notes back asking them to add a online component and they got extra mm-hmm. money to develop that and i was like that's really interesting and now also online co-op so 
Yeah, it was with uh, Graham Smith, the co-founder of Drinkbox. That interview was. It was a great interview. So uh, we played about 10 hours of this game all together this last week because I got tons of excuses, dear listener. I'm sick. <laughs> it's Monday. Uh, our power went out last night, so I wasn't even online. I completely missed Halo night. That's very sad. So I'm sorry, dear listeners. We don't have a full comprehensive review, but I think we played enough to get it all the way by. And, you know, if you want us to quit our jobs and do this full-time Patreon, there you go. So, discussion or meet time. like a hyperbolic time chamber. No. Okay. I'll subscribe we'll, to that. We'll age up then. Like, that's the big problem with the hyperbolic time chamber is you lose a year of your life in there. What? Oh, yeah, that makes... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, never mind. Time's still moving for you normally in there, but it's not out in the real world. Because that's what just... old Chi-Chi was mad about because Gohan, like, grew up like yeah yeah inches, that's what i know? that's exactly yeah. what i remembered is the gohan thing when kiki came out then we so someone invent that and also uh elon musk hurry up with your space shit so that we can fly around and do the what is that movie where they come back and everything everyone's older Do you know what i'm talking about uh boss baby uh, no, no it's not boss baby i don't know it's like <laughs> interstellar i think it's interstellar anyways let's fucking let's do what i'm doing i'm doing the thing i'm screwing us up okay so uh like I said in the description, you change from nobody into lots of different forms. Uh, just quick, a little bit of the story. In the beginning, you wake up, you're in a strange shed, you don't know how you got there. It's a complete mystery, and you're just white, closeless nobody with black eyes. All you do is you have a nightmare about a storm or something. You then walk into the giant wizard house next door, where you meet Randy the Rad, who is not a rad dude at all. He orders <laughs> you to make coffee with mountain goat milk. You then go over to the coffee machine and you find a magic wand with a note from a missing wizard that says to, you know, come find him. Turns out he's the most powerful wizard in the land and you got to go find him. Using the magical wand, you assume all these different forms and change your nobody into powerful creatures such as slug, egg, and rat. Well done. Yep. Speaking That's all good. Oh, I'm doing do one more time. The uh, so remember Rad Shibe that that uh, from Valhalla, that character. I have a T-shirt. I have a T-shirt with Rad Shibe on it. Have you ever played Valhalla, Kevin? No. It's awesome. This is the it's Android the, coffee shop game. It's a cyberpunk bartender action or whatever. Okay. You, it's just a visual novel where you mix drinks, and it's in the future. And uh, Rad Shiba, I wear I wore the shirt to my work, and then the next day, one of the people that I work with approached me and he's like, so I saw that Shiba on your shirt. Do you own Shiba? And I've never felt more like a Shiba phony because I love oh, Shibas, no. but I don't own a Shiba. I've never even seen a Shiba in real life. I just like them. You know what I mean? But he was talking about his own Shiba and stuff like that. And I was so envious of him. That is the best character with rat in the name. Wait, so it's just the dog? Yeah, Rad Shiba is a dog that can talk. Okay. Yeah, there's this one day where the bot, that your boss is like, "Hey, I'm leaving. Rad Shiba's in charge," and your character's like, "She doesn't like dogs." So the dog is like, "All right, first order business, pet me." And and she's like, "No, I'm not doing that." <laughs> that's what that's what that game is like. It's good, wholesome stuff. All right, so uh, this is a top-down RPG, action RPG. So you pretty much just walk around and attack things and complete quests. Quests are the name of this game. It's you really get cool. so many quests. The 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 top down nature. It remind you remember Death Spank? It's very similar to that. Even the art style is similar too. Did you ever play that on 360? I own like three of them, but I've never played them. They're in my backlog. 
I gotta Google this. I don't know what this is. Death Spank, like Revenge of the Thong, is the second one. I can't remember. <laughs> Something like that. But they're just goofy games. They're like very similar to this. Yeah, this game is uh, big on the humor. Like it's it's got a lot of jokes, and so many of them are memes or references to just like internet culture too. Uh, like for instance, uh, we bumped into one guy in the Fighters Guild, I think, who hit us with the uh the navy ranger copy pasta where it's like listen up kiddo i got three thousand confirmed kills overseas you don't think you can step up to me you got another thing coming that's a nice try but a little buddy just like gives <laughs> yes, you that whole thrill like or whatever that. and then he tells you to go shoot some targets that are like in the yard you know like right down the street he should be like huh you think i'm impressed i'm not impressed you gotta try again kiddo let's see if you can do it on a harder difficulty stupid crap like that that, um, that challenge gets super hard, by the way. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Because, like, we just did the first level, and then we ran out of time. But even the first level, we were just, like, firing like crazy, like, trying to get them all. Uh, just talking about... there's that's, These are just silly side quests, by the way. This has nothing to do with the main game, except you have to earn stars to unlock the main dungeons as you progress. So you're doing a lot of these stupid side quests. Uh, the last one we did, we just found a turtle at the end of a river. And the turtle's just sitting there, and he's an old man turtle. And it's like, what's up, turtle? And he's like, it's breeding season. So all of my <laughs> spouses or whatever are like all the way at the other side. And they're going to float their eggs down the river to me. But mm -hmm. some of their legs are rotten, and I need you to smash the rotten eggs and let the good eggs pass to me so I can fertilize them. And he's like, don't worry, I'll do the fertilizing in private so you don't have to watch. And then me and Nave are just sitting in the water. And it kills me because instantly Nave switched like the ghost, which has like an AOE attack. And he just nukes like half the <laughs> eggs on screen, just smashing them all. And I'm like, Nave, no, the baby no. turtles. That's the kind of game you're signed up for. Uh, Kevin, you got, you know, any meat points you want to lead in with? Um, I mean, my overall impressions of the game. Is that yeah, just generally, like, is there any like little oh, I points you want to hide in? Yeah, I love this hide, game. Hide on? I absolutely adore this game from from start to finish. I think it does have a lot of comedy um, and, like you said, internet meme culture. Like Drinkbox clearly went into making this game, understanding that it was going to be lighthearted. Um, they weren't looking to make a, a serious over like over the top RPG. They were like, we're we're gonna make something silly, lighthearted, but still surprisingly deep rpg mechanics is what i i think was crazy about this and not in the terms of like choices and consequence because a lot of the times when it gives you a choice yeah like the same choice but said three different ways it's like <laughs> yes absolutely i'm like okay those are the same things you can just say it differently um what i mean is that like the customization for your characters is absolutely phenomenal because they do something that I think more games should do, especially ones like this, where you have different forms. And that's the ability to take like passive abilities and even active moves from other forms and put them mix and match with your other forms. So like I can take the ghost AOE ability and put it on a rat and, and just combine things and make sweet combinations of moves. And that to me is really awesome and, and just exemplified like the gameplay for me like the gameplay here is king customization in rpgs is absolutely uh, imperative for people if you want to play things like that like being able to try and actively break the game is something that a lot of people really enjoy doing that's whenever we talked about playing dragon age origins on 
gaming do i think it was i can't remember i've, I've guessed it on a lot of podcasts in the last couple of weeks Sorry, ladies and gentlemen they're all running together now but so we were talking I think it was about audio that. pong oh, it right? was audio pong yes this i think yeah. i talked about it doesn't matter the, so the um uh he was talking about how he didn't like the game because he got his wizard to keep buff he was a melee build and his wizard kept haste, giving him haste over and over again and it stacked and so he was just a lawnmower and he was like every time i see something like that i don't like it and i'm just like every time i see something like that i actively want to find more things like that i, I want to keep it i up. agree with you actively finding ways to break rpgs is the enjoyment for me like in skyrim it was oh if you go stand behind the monks at the top of the temple and just crouch and slice them in the back you can boost your stealth all the way up on it like this game has that too especially when you get to the later forms like necromancer if you combine because i played co-op the entire way with my brother so if you take the necromancer and the magician and then combine it with things that like uh the magician can summon familiars and then the necromancer also has familiars but he can raise familiars back from the dead create even more and then zombies so if you like combine a bunch of things you can automatically heal yourself you can have hundreds of minions on screen screen. at once making more endlessly it'll you'll have an endless army where at at some point it was just smash the one button summon everything and then you just sit there while they kill her you don't have to worry about anything you don't have to do anything i'm like this is peak rpg right now like we have broken this game beyond repair sounds like vampire survivors (laughs) fucking love that game god damn it yeah, there's so much freedom. This makes it makes it really fun to play. And what I think is really interesting about this game is it has just drop-in co-op if you're playing local. Like, you can just press A to join, which I never got a chance to use. Like, I was going to get my kids to play this with me, but we ran out of time. But the online co-op does have one problem, and that is progression is only saved by the host. Mm-hmm. So when I was playing with Nave, we were playing on his save, and I loaded up mine to see if, like, maybe I could do some grinding in the background, you know, or just do my own playthrough. But I looked at it and had no saved games. Yo, the, good thing, the good thing, though, is that the achievements do unlock for the guest. Yes. So thank God. I mean, the, it's not like optimal not having both of you uh, progress at the same time. But I mean, you know, Indie Studio, what are you going to do? I, I think that's something we're seeing more of, too, because we're, we know uh, like Redfall, for example, that's coming out next year from from Arcane. Progression for co-op is tied to the host there, and that's a four-player co-op game. So it is something like more and more co-op games are implementing. Um, I know Evil West just had it, uh, if, you, if you played that. So it, it, is it ideal? No. I would love separate saves for everyone, but like progress carries. Um, but I... I it makes know. sense in some cases. Like yeah. it does kind of make sense in this one that I don't know. Like it just it like your saves would diverge or whatever. And it's like you shouldn't like not all of the quests would be unlocked on the other person's yes. save because you unlock the quest as you rank up each form. Which I think yeah. that leads right into we can talk about well, the it reminded me when we first started playing and we we were leveling up and stuff and it's like you were doing the rats and i was doing the archer and we were both getting actively towards the the quest that we that we both had and i was like how Mm -hmm. does that work for whenever you leave because and 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 it makes so it makes sense that it doesn't actually carry over it's all work you're all working towards the one person save it's like earth defense force also yeah that's like that online uh let's see uh form quest so there's quests that are linked 
to like nobody, which are like usually the main story quests. And it's like basically like hit each story element and you level up your nobody. Uh, all the other forms have individual form quests that you level up through just playing as them. Usually they're really simple. Like it's like when you're the rat, it's like just bite people as a rat, bite 200 people or something like that. Or if you're the horse, kick 20 people as the horse, which the horse is funny because he attacks backwards. Yeah, you got, just so trigger and you got a whole left trigger and uh, move the opposite way. Yeah. Uh, so all the forms, you know, perform differently. They each have their own quest. As you level them up, they go a grade up, which we didn't even notice at the beginning until our nobody leveled up. And he went from F grade to D grade. And we're like, we did it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> we're off F. And as you level up each form, it'll, it will unlock the form above it. And it's like a little pyramid, which I think the dragon is at the, like the top is like the final form or something like that. No, or that comes uh, from the egg. The dragon comes from the egg. Yeah. Well, the dragon, you have to have all the links. Oh, okay. So the dragon will come from, I think you need the two on the side. If I remember this tree correctly, but you, for the, the egg is special. It's a special form <laughs> because uh, I don't know. There are nests throughout the, the world and I believe there's five of them. So to level up the egg, you have to go turn into the egg and then sit in sit on each nest. of these nests. Yeah. And then eventually I'll hatch into a dragon. It's, that was very cool because, like, most of the time, I'm like, what's the point of this egg? You can't do anything. You can, like, harden and, and, <laughs> and like, heal. Yeah. Um, but it, for the form quests, they do start out simple, but they don't stay simple, especially no. once you get to the B, A, and the, uh, A rank to get to the, the S rank or whatever, um, because then they, they introduce it. And I, I think this is, is good because it teaches the players the core mechanics of what we were talking about earlier, like breaking the game where they're like, okay, you're the rat, but now I want you to take the archers arrows and yep. the necromancers summons and like do certain things as the rat with them against maybe certain enemies, multiple enemies at a time. Like there are a bunch of mix and match things. So that goes into, okay, well, where is the best dungeon for this? Especially if you get into New Game Plus, the dungeons get really wacky because each will have, like, elemental breaks that you need to hit and, and certain uh, criteria in order to do things. It just becomes a lot of, like, all right, well, I know this dungeon is this, so I'm going to go here and grind out these forms, which it's the dungeons aren't long enough for it to be like, oh, it's a grinding, like, oh, this is really tedious. Um, in co-op, I should say, because in single player, I hear that grinding can get a bit much. But in co-op, um, because you guys were saying, you know, you all work towards one quest. One of the things to make it go faster, if you both play the same character, you can you can double, triple the amount of experience you're getting towards that form quest per encounter, and then everything just flies really quickly. Well, Which, we talking we about never the quest, did that, you know. We always yeah, split up. Yeah, we definitely split up uh, for the most part. But speaking of those quests, that leads to one of my primary complaints, which is one of the quests for every form is breaking those those uh, elemental things, like the hitting, seals. hit someone with poison damage to break their seal, because there are enemies that are invulnerable until you hit them with a specific element, right? And at first I was like, oh, this is cool, it's, it's whatever, you know? But 
we are stuck on every form right now with all of we those. We never saw them. We ne- We're so 10 hours in, as, and they never show up. As soon as we started to get those, they just vanished. I don't. We don't know where the uh, the, no, the seal. They're only went. in story dungeons where it, you don't get form progression. We went to the story dungeon and we saw one, and we're like, <gasps> ooga booga! Like everyone switched to the things, and then we switched to the things, and we're like, spoiler alert: you don't get any story. Pro- you don't get any progression towards your character quest because in the story dungeons, they want you to focus on just getting out of there, right? Which I also at first I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's pretty cool. But because they don't want you and your buddy fucking around the whole time because those are like some of the harder levels. But then again, it's like, but why? <laughs> but why? <laughs> why can't you yeah. uh, grind in here also? It's the only place. I, I do know that the game, I mean, if you're going for the 100%, it does require a new game plus run, which um, it took me 24 hours to 100% the entire game. Um base game i should say then they added dlc which i can i can touch on um because i assume you guys didn't go to the didn't do the dlc we went to the area and we're like what is okay. this yeah, and then we we're, wandered it was like there. oh this is, this is dlc yeah yeah so the it does require a new game plus which 20 hours for the main the first time through and then new game plus was a speed run because you could do it very quickly because you have a bunch of the leveled up forms but every dungeon in new game plus even the non-story ones have those elemental ones so those quests go in five seconds like you can knock out every single one you have because there will be ones where it's like we have all four in here some some enemies have two at once like good luck and i'm like all right (laughs) see that actually sounds cool like i don't know i feel like we're like level gated at this point where they don't want us to get too strong by not giving us any sealed enemies to play against because otherwise i'd have the rat as i don't know does it go with it i want s tier rat at this point because yeah. the rat was like my favorite one to play as. that was the thing so we got the when we got all the the uh the like late game quests philip was like all right going to s tier the rat and i'm like but philip that doesn't do anything he's like i'm going to s tier the rat and I'm like, yeah, okay. the rat, the rat's <laughs> at the bottom he doesn't turn in anything else after you unlock like the guard and the ranger well they go after that you you never need the rat again because you can just put the rat abilities on the other ones if you want his abilities, pretty much. But I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta top tier this rat up. Ooh, that. Uh, what is your, what is everyone's favorite form? Necromancer. Necromancer. See, we, we didn't get to, get to play that. too much, or did we not get to play this? The necro. Oh, you were you played no, as the necrom- zombie. I got the zombie's yeah, nec- good. Necromancer's uh, like one of the last ones you get. He's like right before the dragon. At the, I think it's, uh, I think it's like Necromancer and then Robot. I want to say is on the other side, but I can't, I can't remember. They're pretty close to it. They're like, they're late game ones. Yeah, yeah I put the list zombie. in the notes, and he yeah, got like I did the zombie a lot. It's really good. Yeah, you turn other enemies into zombies, and so the screen would be full of it. And I remember there was a mission where Philip had to have like fifteen at once, but I was just too busy murdering everything, and so Philip yeah, was he like, did infect him before you kill him. <laughs> but I'm just well, like, I need to knock people away, Philip. <laughs> but like, I, like I was saying though, if you get the magician, you can summon a bunch of rabbits, and then you can have the zombies' ability on the rabbits and turn everyone the rabbits are killing into zombies. What? And then you. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You can break the game with familiars. Like there were certain points where we had too many on screen that the game started to drop frames, and I was like, Drinkbox oh, did not account for this. I that you know what that reminds me of, Philip? That reminds me of Malzahar in League of Legends. You remember when they oh, changed yeah. Malzahar so that his minions had uh, on hit damage, like on hit effects, and so everyone started building frozen mallet and blade of the rune king and shit, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like when you see the freaking minions showing up because they're just gonna mess you up, and they're like, "We have to so make stupid. all of Malzahar's minions one HP to fix this," and then Malzahar was bad. 
Yeah, there. Th I like most of the forms in this game. There are a few that, like, I don't. I actually don't care for the rat that much. Um, He's just stupid. He's fast I, and he just bites people. I don't really like the mermaid. Um, I don't really like the rogue. But there are characters that like. If I didn't like them, my brother did like them. Like he likes the magician. I like the necromancer. He likes the mermaid. I like the turtle. So it There's was like. Turtle. There's so much variety <laughs> in the in the uh, forms that you have, and there's so much customizability that you can find something for in literally anyone can find something that's like, yeah, this is fun. I like this. If the whole if the game was only this, I'd have fun. Um, mm -hmm. I really liked the slug. The slug was my favorite. Oh, one. I hate the slug. <laughs> oh, I love the slug because the slug is like uh, he slows everyone just by moving, right? He leaves the slime trail, and everyone that touches it gets slowed. But all but on his attacks, his very first passive is that if uh, you shoot someone that's that's uh hit it's got a status effect on them you crit them and so i also would put like poison on my auto attacks and i would have like the i would just i would just be insane like i would speed around because the slug gets the ability to slide really fast like sub-zero mm -hmm. and so you just slide around slamming into everybody it's awesome yeah uh my favorite's probably the rat but besides that i also enjoyed the magician I just love how silly so many of the choices are because you're just playing the game and you're like, oh, we unlocked a new one. Finally, we maxed out, you know, we got the guard to see tier who's just like a knight. What's our next thing? And it's, it goes, horse. New challenger approaching. <laughs> it's the horse. So we just play as a horse, which led to a, a fun side quest because we went to the horse mines, which is a mine for horses. They didn't really clear that up. Did but in the love? horse mines, yeah, there's a horse who like gives you a dreamy look or something like that, but only if you are the horse and you talk to that other horse, you just have like a long poem. You're like, what is this feeling deep inside? I know that there's yeah. something I can't hide from the world any longer. I, could this be love? You know, <laughs> as you like stare into the eyes of this other horse. It's like you push your moist noses together. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, we're getting a whole uh, romance scene. It's awesome. Which there is like my little pony reference posters too. Like there's so many references in this game of just like posters on the wall, characters you talk to. Like everyone has some kind of joke or one-off thing they're throwing at you. Did you guys see, speaking of like in-game, did you see the wall of video game swords in the game? So there's nah. there's a oh so there's a wall. I forgot where it is, but um it has swords from other video games in it, and you got like Cloud's Buster Sword, you got like the the Xenoblade one, you have you, the, I think the Soul Caliber one. Uh, you just have so yeah. many. And like you can sit there and just be like, "Oh, I know that one. I know that one." And it, it's really Drinkbox, great design in this game. They clearly had a lot yeah. of fun when they were making yeah. it. I feel like that's like the design philosophy for this game is like, if it's fun, they put it in. Like this might seem kind of campy or kind of silly to like if someone that wanted like a I don't know a crunchy RPG experience, but if you're looking for one of those, I guess go play Kingdoms of Amalar. Because that's not <laughs> what this is. This is this is a fun, silly romp, pretty much. Uh, okay, back to questing. So another kind of little bit of quest we would do is the the store side quest, which mm -hmm. would reward you in uh, overall level experience, but not form experience. These are the ones. It's like kill three hundred enemies, and then you do it, and it's like kill six hundred enemies. And it would just go up each time, or open this many chests, eat this many. Uh, I don't know, lamb chops that pop out of the enemies when you kill them, chocolate bars, whatever. And <laughs> these were interesting because these did not turn off in the story dungeons and stuff like that. And these helped us kind of like just get our overall level up, which would just raise your base stats. Because each form would have its own kind of bonus stats. Like if you're the guard, you would have like an extra 300 health. 
or if you're the slug, you'd have extra attack damage or magic damage. But the base level is what really kind of like keeps you alive. And the areas are segregated by base level. So we'll walk into a zone and it's like level 30 danger level. You're like, oh man, Dave, I don't know where we're supposed to be here yet. And he's like, oh, we're only level 27. We can do it. Okay, Dave. <laughs> then we just struggle for a while. Yeah, until we just eventually level up through grinding in that area. What game was like was that, so that we, where we were like, it doesn't, oh, it was uh, Final Fantasy Origins. We were like, it doesn't fucking matter. Just go in there, kill two dudes, and then you know, yeah, they'll the drop gear. items. So that well, you're it was gear up. level. Yeah, 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 so it was like, that was the big thing. Is like, you didn't need levels. You just needed gear. So you'd walk into an area, kill two dudes, and the drops would be enough to make you viable in that area. Yeah, so, if you like games like Final, any, any of the Final Fantasies with job systems, like, this is this is some addicting shit. Yeah, that's what we said right at the beginning. I'm like, is this the job system? As soon as we saw the rat in like yeah. in the tree or whatever, I'm like, these just build into each other. They do not build into each other. They just unlock different yeah. ones. Actually. Yeah, it's like, like there's finally, no connection between knight and horse. Like yeah. finally, well there is. It's a knight well, and a knight's horse. Knights riding oh, horses. Okay. Yeah. No, he's a guardsman. He's not a knight. My bad. There, but there's like it's like uh, what is it? The archer and I'm like finally archer's level C. What do I get? And it's like slug. And I'm like what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is happening? No, nah, it ain't like that. I I like the addition of the store quests because let me tell you, even when you're except when you hit max level, because the entire like new game plus run, we were just unlocking. Like they would, they still complete. You turn them in, but you don't get anything. Like they just keep completing, and I was like, I wish I could get rid of them at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm like, what? I've done it. All right, I got it. Uh, then, the, like you talked about the dungeons before, how they'd have like different kind of like seals or elements inside them or whatever. A lot of them do have bonus effects that we have to deal with. Uh, one we found had like corpse explosion, which mm-hmm. this felt very like almost like Binding of Isaac or something like that, where you go in and if you kill an enemy, he explodes and bones launch out of him and they can kill you or whatever. Uh, and I think I was even the the magician at this point trying to level that one up, and my familiars would die and shoot bones out themselves. And it became a very silly run. Also, the enemies had like 200% crit damage with melee attacks or something like that, or like everyone did. <laughs> Do you remember the I mission? Remember... There's one where, there, where it was like every heal, every time you heal, it heals everything. And so yeah, then you would step healed. on a piece of chicken, and everyone would just get health back. And you were like, <laughs> hey, what did you do? Like, I didn't mean to. I can't see. There's so much shit on the screen. There's so much you shit were on playing the screen. The, you were playing the zombie at that time. Which so the, so the, the zombie's funny because the zombie's slowly dying, which is yeah. hilarious. And one time me and Philip were standing yeah. around, and Philip just, just died. He's like, oh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Why did I die? I, I like the dungeon modifiers because it makes you plan before you go in there like okay i'm using this build right now but that's gonna screw me over like you said if i'm constantly healing i'm not gonna be able to kill anything or what can i use so i don't have to get in close for when the bones start exploding all over me i don't want to be up there because i'll die so i'm gonna use some long range characters instead i like that part of the game like it actually makes you have some some form of strategy until you break the game later and then none of it matters (laughs) god i don't really like the uh the vampire survivors people keep coming up to me and they're like nave how are you getting so good at vampire i'm like dude just play more i swear (laughs) like you just i don't know you, you will eventually break the game, and then you win yep. all the time. I promise. It's no secret. Same with right, this. Uh, 
so the dungeons we talked about the modifiers there's different kinds of dungeons too there's just like the regular ones then they have like the demi dungeons and the legendary dungeons which require uh keys i think you have to get from the store or something i don't remember if we ever beat any of the legendary dungeons i think you have to be high level for a lot of them yeah we never reached that point i think the highest level we got to was like level 31 or something i think we're 36 at the end 36 like halfway there halfway what's the max level I think it's, I believe it's 65. It might be okay. 70 after the DLC, but I think it's 65. Which, uh, can you tell us about the DLC a little? Because it yeah. seems like just a crucible Coliseum type situation. Yeah, well, that's what you think. Okay, so it is a call, it is a Coliseum, and you're like, okay, I'm just gonna go in here, beat up some enemies. This is gonna be easy. Like, I already broke the game, and especially because you get it, you, like, it unlocks in a very early part of the game, so you're like. I'm max level. I've done new game plus. I've yeah. S rank everything. Um, it isn't just fighting enemies. So it <laughs> is a kind of you. There's I think there's three or four different uh, levels, and each level has like four rooms you go into, and you can get bronze, silver, or gold medals in each of those rooms for completing a task. So one of the tasks might just be kill these enemies in under a certain amount of time. Okay, easy. But then the next one might be get to the end of this dark room in seven seconds. But if you go in the dark, you die. And there's like moving lights. And you're like, okay, oh how do I how do I navigate through the darkness? Because the lights are moving and I have to get around everything in seven seconds. Um, so that requires you to like, okay, what forms can move really quick? How can I m- not not be in the dark while still being in the it's a whole thing so there there's a bunch like that or um there's a rhythm based mini game one where it's like okay you have to you have to only let certain uh elements in at a certain time or so or, or kill enemies to like the beat it's very very interesting um it's not overly difficult especially once you've mastered all the abilities um because they did 100 percent that too that took maybe like two-ish more hours you get two more forms with the dlc you get the mechanic and what was the other one i cannot remember uh, i don't know i didn't put in the notes because i didn't think we were gonna talk about them uh I, you get the mechanic and someone else they they both i'm gonna be honest with you the the new forms not great uh, especially the mechanic pretty bad um but i wanted my 100 percent back so i i did it and uh <laughs> yeah i was i was very happy to support Drinkbox with their five dollar dlc besides that that covers all the questing levels uh as far as just like resources you gather in the game we have the stars that you need to progress the story get those from the bling quest and whatnot and then you can also earn money to get permanent upgrade buffs in the store i feel like this is like the backup like safety net or something like that if you're having problems with the game you can always just grind for money and then go to the store and just buy like a flat plus plus i don't know four damage on each hit and it just kind of helps you keep up with any difficulty that you might be experiencing is that kind um, of your experience, or are they, like, required late game? I don't know, because I bought them all, like, while I was playing throughout the game anyway. So I, n- I never I never thought the game was, like, hard, and I never struggled at any point. So I was, like, I just kept buying them just to get them because I was, like, yeah, I want, I want more stat bonuses. Let's do that. But the, um, I don't know if they're required because I don't know what the game looks like without them. This feels like a Dark Souls, like, oh, I can make the game easier by just upgrading my gear type thing. Like, you can almost set how difficult you want the game to be with these upgrades. 
like it's with um what's it uh death store like you can choose the umbrella at the beginning if you want right is the umbrella umbrella only run yeah (laughs) yeah like it gives you like because there's no difficulty setting besides going to new game plus right yeah yeah i don't think so yeah so like i think this is the difficulty setting if you wanted to read it that way not not this game was that difficult it was just yeah, mostly I mean, level we had, related. We level had a couple gated. of times like, where we were struggling in a, in a dungeon, and, and it's very sad because if you die in a dungeon, if you both die at the same time, it just you have to do the whole thing all over again. And some things are like a little bit. So there's some random elements to it. Uh, like sometimes some of the dungeons will like like flip around, and some of the levels will move and stuff. But like, uh, and there's there's another thing too where me and Philip were having a problem. I think this is just for us, but we were having like connectivity issues occasionally where Philip would mm. drop. I don't know if it'd be Philip's internet or my internet, but um, and there was some stutter as well, which this is the first game I ever saw where when you first start the game, there's a latency thing, then it's like smooth or precise, responsive, it's responsive. Sure. That's it. Like I don't yeah. even know. Which I never must. Yeah. It. What is that? Like what does that even mean? Like that's so weird. I don't like, know, but yeah, me and Philip were in a dungeon, and we were on the last floor, and Philip disconnected, and I went up ahead, oh. and and uh, you know, it, before each boss room, there is a little teleporter thing, like Legend of Zelda yep. style that you can activate, and so I activated that, then I then I left, saved, restarted, got him in there, and it was still there whenever I came back. So yeah. thank God. So that God. that's not something that you have to deal with. So if your friends disconnect in mid dungeon, just continue on without him. Which this game does use the uh, like this is a co-op game of course uh, it uses the camera follows the host type thing the Fable Two mentality of you have to stay with the host but it it automatically does a teleport for you to get back in position so it is obnoxious where no one like the host cannot take a break at any points because yeah. the loading screens are like fast in this we're on Series X this is a small game only a couple of gigs I think. Mm-hmm. so there was many points where Nave's like I really need to use the bathroom and I'm like but Nave that means I'm just going to be standing here as the turtle spinning in circles waiting for you to get back oh my god like like there's one instance where the camera won't follow the host away and that is if you have just left a dungeon or if you're standing near the entrance of a dungeon the host can no longer leave now because you both have to get away from the dungeon in order for the yeah. camera to start moving freely again and there were many times where Philip was like hold on Nave baby just threw up and I'm like Philip wait no come back oh no and <laughs> You can walk here. slightly away from the dungeon. Yeah, I can walk like an inch away. I don't know how to like fix this. Like, I guess that's like the simplest thing is just connected to the host. But would it really be so hard to be able to separate us? No, I I just played a game. Lego Star Wars. Played. I just I I can't remember the game. I just <laughs> I just played a game in co-op where you could go off. Oh, D- uh, divinity. Oh my God. Well, what? No, no. What was, also uh, like Pokemon. <laughs> oh, the new Pokemon. The new Pokemon. You can Wait, play what? multi. You can play co-op together, and you can be on opposite, opposite ends of the, the whole opposite. world. Yeah, you don't have to be near each other at all. So my brother and I would he, like he would join my world, and then he would be like, "All right, I'm going to catch Pokemon," and he would be on the other end of the the world. I'd be over here doing like a gym battle, and everything just it was it was just operated i would come out of the gym battle cut scene and it would tell me like oh i caught he caught this pokemon over here and i'd be like oh, that's pretty cool that's cool yeah so like there are ways to do it where you can be in the same world together and just be off doing different stuff on the same map 
Uh, yeah, Divinity Original Sin 2 does that, where you, you're both always on the same screen, but if you walk away from each other, it splits uh, vertically, so that you're on one half and the other one's on one half, and that's couch co-op, so it's really fucking cool. And Lego Star Wars is the same way, and that yeah. one is even more unique, where um, I think all of the new Lego games do this, but when you're playing when you're playing splits uh, or couch co-op the the screen is split in relationship to where you guys where are you from are. each other so if yeah. you both walk towards the split in the screen then you will eventually meet so like it moves really cool. around circ like it circulate circles around or whatever all right uh that pretty much covers all my meat points Kevin, do you have anything uh more you want to shine a light on I feel like we covered the majority of the game. I mean, this the story is story. Yeah, I'll say the story isn't anything like groundbreaking. It's silly. It's fun. Um, there, I wouldn't. There, I wouldn't say there's any twists in it. It goes pretty much like how you expect. But like, it's an enjoyable ride the entire way. Like Randy, I know you guys mentioned him. He is hilarious throughout the <laughs> so like he'll just show up, do stuff. You just get a, you just crack up and i think that's the best part of the story because you're like okay let's see where this goes it goes where you think it's gonna go it's it's nothing amazing like that's clearly not what they wanted for this game like this is very much a gameplay over story type thing but that's the same with all their games like guacamelee and uh, that didn't have an incredibly rich story either so i mean Drinkbox knows what kind of studio they are they know what their players value and uh, i think uh, for me they knocked it out of the park while the story might might not be that complex, it is very deep with setting, I would say, which Guacamelee is also very rich in setting. Uh, one thing that Nate pointed out was uh, Randy the Rad, who's just, he's a real loser, by the way. He's just played for comic effect every time you bump into him. Like, he always shows up at the end of a story dungeon, and he, he basically tries to stop us, and something terrible happens that, you know, ruins his experience. Either like, uh, one at the end is like, there's a boss room. And of course, spikes come out of the ground to lock you in the boss room. He shows up and he's like, freeze. And you're like, your choices are no or no, I don't think I will. Or something like that. <laughs> it is like, you, you click one of them and your character just walks out of the boss dungeon. And then the spikes come up, trapping him in the boss room. And he's like, what? Let me out of here. You know, it's just stupid stuff like that. Or rock falls from the ceiling, trapping him after he tries to attack you. It's very stupid. But at one point, we went to Randy's mom's house, which is a location in the game. And like Nate pointed out, he's like, oh, this is Randy's mom's house. And I'm like, oh, my God. There's like photos of him on the wall as a baby <laughs> where it's just like a baby with his full-size head on his body. Mm -hmm. And his mom looks just like him, but like a woman. You know? Which this game really reminds me. Like the art style feels really inspired of like Ren and Stimpy and like that like era of cartoons. You know what I mean? Like the, it's got that grotesque humor kind of thing going for it. You know, like really early SpongeBob. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Like the over the top expressions to it for for some yeah. certain characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you remember that Nickelodeon show? I think it was Nickelodeon, where it was like it's all that or something like that, and there were these two yeah, kids. Of course. There, uh, uh, Randy looks just like both of those kids combined in that show. Yeah, some of the other characters that we bumped into is the King with an exclamation point who is just standing outside of his castle and he tells you to basically save the kingdom. Uh, Octavia, who is like a scientist witch and her friend uh, Daniela, the mummy, who just mumbles every time they talk. Mm -hmm. And they're always like, yeah, that's right, Danielle, or whatever. And then they just move on with whatever you're saying. Yeah, and Octavia's basically kiddie. like, 
like yeah, from it's South like Park. the driving force for like what needs to be ha- going on. At one point, they say that you're the great powerful wizard, but you just become a nobody, and they give you your hat, which is this big wizard hat, which <laughs> they just put on your character. And I thought that was somebody that was like when we stopped playing the story and we just started doing like the side quest after that. But they just put a wizard hat on your character, and that's it. And I'm like, we have a wizard hat now. Love it because your oh. character's naked. Other than that, and everyone talks <laughs> about why you're well, like, why are you not wearing pants in the presence of the king and stuff like that? <laughs> like when you're like, I'm just nobody. Mm-hmm. That and reminds think, me. Oh, oh go you, ahead. You can go. No, oh, you can, oh, you can go. Oh, you can go. No, oh, no. <laughs> the, it reminds me, whenever you uh, get quests, uh, it puts a quest marker on your map, and then it shows, it's like, here is you, and then it slowly pans to the where the quest marker's going to go, and every yeah. time we would do that, we get, because we, ha- we have a time constraint, because we got to do this review, and I, it would go way into the abyss, and I'd just be like, oh god, <laughs> this map is so <laughs> big, and it would just keep happening, it would go on all directions, and we're just like, wow, like <laughs> it's way out there. Why is it so far out every well, time? It, once you go everywhere, there are like shortcuts back to like, yeah. it, it's pretty quick there's to navigate. Once, yeah, yeah, once you, well, yeah, yeah, but even then there's like, uh, oh, this area connects to here. Like, I'm going to swim to the, the end of the world and come out the other side. Um, what Speaking of world building, though, like the, the guilds that you find throughout it, we touched on briefly, but oh, I really talk about them they, all. I really think that they add some some vibrancy and life to this this world. Like the, there's a thieves guild, the fighters guild, and then um, yeah, there's a, there's the new reformed wizards guild or yes, something the, like that. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, each of them have their own like unique side stories going on. Um, some of them are required for the the main portion, but there are like little tasks. I love some of the characters in there because. I think it's the Thieves Guild. Like, you get betrayed by one of them, and then at the end of it, it's just like, "What did I tell you about doing this?" And it's like her mom yelling at her. Oh, She's God. like, "I'm sorry." I'm like, oh, this the is Thieves so Guild good. is great. Oh, there's Especially one in the you... Thieves Guild. Uh, I think we're about to say the same thing. Well, <laughs> well, I was going to talk about uh, when you join the Thieves Guild. Is you get like mugged on the street, not mugged, but pickpocketed, and they steal all your stars. And you're like, "I need those for the story mission." You go to the Thieves Guild, and they're like. Oh, you think you can just come in here and get your stars back? And then it's like your choice is just like yoink and like grab the stars from the table because they're on the table in front of you and you yoink them and they're like, impressive. You just <laughs> stole from the Thieves Guild. You're one of us now. You have yeah, the skills. Right. It's like even though you just grabbed them off the table in front of everyone. There is a but, mission in the Thieves Guild where this guy is like, yeah, it's the heist. And he's like, he's like, everything is five bottle caps. It's like five bottle caps for this thing. It's on sale, but it's only one per person. And since you can change it to different people, I'm going to need yeah. you to go in there five times and like reuse yeah. the same coupon. But, but then the guy the is a owner, bigot. Well. He's a racist. He he, does, he only likes humanoids. And, so, and there's a sign outside that's like no, it's like, like no animals. Humanoids. It's so funny. So if you go in, if one of you is like a slug or something, and you go in there, he he just yells at you, and you have to go out yeah. and turn into a human again. So dumb. Which that whole town is a Fallout reference too, because it's like a uh, toxic dump of a town or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's all mutants and stuff like that. And uh, there was a point where they they collect scrap too. I think I think it's the same as a scrap town, and they have a, a big uh, event or holiday going on called like the scrapping or something. But it's being ruined because all the monsters have shown up. And one of them is like, I even I'm saving the town. I rounded up all the monsters and put them in these cages. And there's like three cages, and there's only monsters in two of them. And the guy showed me, he's like, hey, one of the monsters got out. 
He's like, well, I captured most of the monsters in the town and <laughs> saved everyone. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, apparently there's still monsters on the loose. There's, so in the Fighters Guild, there's a guy who's like Rat Slayer, the Rat Smasher. And if you go in there, oh, rat into puncher? a rat. Yeah, he punches you to death. And like, do you have to be <laughs> S-tier rat to be able to pass that quest? Did you finish that one? Um, no, you, yeah, well, yes, I, I, I finished it, but you need to put on like a, um, there's an ability you get. Oh, the uh, ghost ability, right? That Wait. you can't, you can't get one shot. You'll, you'll end with one HP. Oh, really? Cause we yeah, got that one too. That's from yeah. the turtle, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to put that the, on the egg. Yeah, yeah, you have to put that on and then let him punch you and you won't die on you know, one HP and then he'll be like, What? Like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Well, it's I funny. Can't like, we didn't guy, remember that. His whole thing is like he's like, I I've slain three thousand rats or something like that. I'm the ultimate rat killer. And meanwhile, I'm like, man, we just talked about this on Audio Pong. Uh, I don't know what game we were talking about. Was it Kingsfield or something like that? But there's like a game where it's like you can train weapons to be better at killing one thing. So if like you kill only rats with this one dagger, you get the ultimate rat slaying dagger. And I'm like, this guy is literally the embodiment of that. He's the <laughs> ultimate rat killer. And these quests are the whole game is funny. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like, I'm wondering if someone, like, if you're a real Grinch, maybe you might not be into this. But you you wouldn't pick up the game based on its art style, probably, if you were that kind of person. But anyone else who's dropped in this game would probably think it's pretty silly. They might not get all the references when some of them are just like copy, uh, copy pastas, like the Navy SEAL 3000 confirmed kills thing or whatever. Uh, but this game has a great sense of humor. For sure, yeah, yeah. And I think the fact that it launched into Game Pass really helped it. Um, it's come to other platforms now. So it's on Switch and and playstation but even then it's still i think it's 20 something dollars and you can get the game and the dlc so it is very reasonably priced especially because like you'll get 20 hours if you finish everything in the game so so it's it's really great i do want to know that we did not really know what to do when we first started out like you walk out of the shack and you just start walking around as nobody and we just started slapping things because that's your only <laughs> ability as nobody. So we're just like slapping houses and mailboxes and knocking the grass over and stuff. It, it's, it's a silly game. Like it starts out silly. Okay. Uh, any more me points from, from the, uh, the forum? No, no I think. So. Right. Let's take a quick break and then we can do our final thoughts. Need a bathroom break or anything? No. Oh, by the way, Nave. Uh, so I've been watching more of Oh, you're doing Gundam. the... You're doing my oh, thing. All right, go well, for it. I mean, we got a moment. So, uh, stupid. Uh, the the amount of PTSD and just well, well, I'll just ask this. Kevin. Have you seen Gundam Wing? No. Okay, man. Have you seen any Gundam? Mm, the ones I watched when I was a kid on Toonami. I don't. Yeah, that was probably Wing then. But yeah, I think they've always censored out everything that mattered in that show. Because man, you know what we're talking about? Like people buy, like blowing up the the space rings or whatever that yeah. the uh, citadels and stuff like that. One of the Gundam pilots goes crazy and blows one up himself and just nukes them from the sky, killing like millions <laughs> of people. And I'm like, what is happening? And then they accept him back in the group because the person like Power Rangers like the next day, They're like, hey man, we yep. all have bad days. And yeah. I'm like, God, what is happening? This is like the most brutal show. I don't know. How, like, I didn't realize it was like that. 
Like there's so much genocide and killing child soldiers and stuff like that. It, because on Hulu, you click on it and it pops up. This series is rated adults only, mature or whatever like that. I'm like, man, this show is not mature. There's no sexy. This is one of those anime shows or whatever. But you get into it and it's just downright depressing. Very grim. <laughs> and then I go back and I play stupid. What? I, I bought a Gundam. Which one did you get? I, which one do you think I got? Jim. You got Jim? Oh, Jim, yeah. Have you played uh, Gundam? Have you played Gundam Evolution at all, Kevin? No, no, I haven't. You try, I mean, do you like those Overwatch style games? No, Tactic I don't. Shooters? Oh, okay. I well, do not really. like Overwatch. It, it's only vaguely similar to Overwatch, but I mean, the game is the game is pretty fun. Uh, and it got me really into Jim, the uh, the generic dude. With the, he's like a generic <laughs> Gundam. He's one of the random stormtroopers and on the good guy side. And uh, so I bought one of those. Do you have him yet? Together. Or is he in the mail? He, he's coming. He, I bought him from Bezos. So he's some some unfortunate guy at 8 p.m. is going to drop it off on my doorstep. But Wait, Oh, by the way, so I joined all those like Facebook groups for like Gundams and stuff like that. And one of the ultimate memes is this is the epitome of Gundam or whatever. Like I think I sent you some of them or something like that where it's just like every – these groups are so popular and people are always posting like this is the epitome of Gundam and it just like posts like Barbados and then it's like the it's like a copy pasta of almost like the Vaporeon thing for Pokemon you know what oh, I'm talking God. about no I don't want to talk about just that like, no I do I do know no, no, no. it's not even that extreme but it's <laughs> okay. usually just talking about how this is like they go into excruciating details about why Gundam Barbados is like the best and it's so funny because Barbados is always getting like it is like the punching bag of everyone. Like everybody seems to hate and love Barbados at the same time. He's the which, he's the Yasuo. He really is because I think he's like majorly featured in the Netflix series, which apparently was very like new age compared to like the other Gundams. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I just love everybody posting something like you don't like it, but this is what the ultimate Gundam looks like. <laughs> and it's just every, like every time I update my Facebook, there's a new post of somebody talking about nanite armor or some dumb shit about like, well, the actual original specs back in this episode, like they get super into it. And I'm like, I can't tell if this is sarcastic or not, but I don't think it's sarcastic. I think they're actively arguing <laughs> about robots on the internet. <laughs> And that's the thing. So what it's like to have Philip as a friend and like on Discord and stuff is I'll be saying something and he will send me just a picture of something and I'm like, okay, that's not an it. He's 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 been sending me Barbados over and over again to things and I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know, to, I don't know what if that's an answer. Is that is that positive? Is that good? But it's funny. Well. I sent you a stupid picture of new Gundam reaching towards the camera and it says POV, your Gundam Barbados because he's just gonna get grabbed. <laughs> God damn it. So Anyways. Back to whatever this is. Gundam Evolution. Uh, no, no, nobody saves the world. Uh, <laughs> Nave, I will take these first words. This is going to be a recommend for me. This game is actually really sweet, wholesome, a good experience. A solid game ex experience in this modern world of, uh, I don't know, God of Wars and Elden Rings. You can play this with anybody and have a good time. I enjoyed this, and I'm going to keep playing it. I plan on finishing it eventually. I'll probably just play it by myself if I don't see you on because you're probably going to be playing modern games like Persona 5 and uh, what's it, this high life or whatever. Life is good. What, life is a highway. <laughs> yeah. High, high. high on life, yeah. Or more vampire survivors. But maybe we'll play some. I recommend this. That is all.
Who wants next? I'll go next, I guess. Uh, I the game is very good. Um, there's a lot of customizability that kind of addicted me. And if you if you have that checklist mentality, uh, like where you get addicted, if you if you get addicted to Clicker Hero like I do, um, you're probably going to enjoy this as well because you have multiple opportunities to get that serotonin dump of like, especially when you first unlock a character. There's a lot of like clear set goals when you're playing, even if you're not following along with the story. And that's something that uh, I'm really into. So I'll probably play this a little bit as well, just to see what the uh, other forms are like at least and break the game mm -hmm. yeah this is so this was my game of the year until a plague tale requiem came out a uh, little spoilers really? there yeah, yeah, yeah for wow. sure um so now it's it's second on my list currently um i know that might god of war ragnarok doesn't make my top 10 hate to break it to you people but um we're brothers I, in uh, arms there <laughs> yeah, you didn't play I, it Nate. I, I know <laughs> i didn't play it but i don't care uh, uh, 2018's better. I don't, I'll, I'll die on this hill. Um, but I really like this game, just for, especially from a co-op perspective. Like playing together, this game knocks it so far out of the park, and I just enjoyed every moment. I was addicted to this game, start to finish. I beat it over like one weekend, uh, the one rare weekend I had free, where I was just like, I'm gonna play this nonstop with me and my brother. Um, so I highly recommend it. To, to most people i i know a lot of people said it's not as good as their other games this is drink box best game i don't know what anyone is talking don't listen to anybody else all right i'm telling you right now go play nobody saves the world yeah i wish we had more time to play it uh one thing i would say is just not to start a whole extended discussion but <laughs> i really appreciate these uh i don't know like return to simple but still complex enough kind return of go games they returned to Monk. Yeah, whatever. Uh, like, we talk about Vampire Survivors. Like, that game is incredibly simple to play. Like, all you're doing is dodging and navigating menus. And that's what mm -hmm. you do. This game is, all you're doing is, like, you build a build, and then you go out and you just, like, clear dungeons and stuff like that. It does get more complex later on, like we've talked about with the seals and the different dungeons. But just on paper, this game is pretty simple. I, I hope we have more games like this that are just, like, play the game, have fun. Mm -hmm. Good way to end the year. Good yeah. game. Which, Nave, what are we playing next week? I don't know. What are we playing next <laughs> week? Nothing. It's our end of year episode where we're going to be talking about our game of the years and what we're going to be doing is whole the next season three, year three, whatever this is of gaming together. Are we doing seasons now? We jump in on I've that? I've always called them seasons. I, what? I don't listen yeah. to what you say. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, dear listeners, I... You're going to join us next week. We're going to talk about this year in a kind of retrospective yearning sort of way. We're like, man, things were so much simpler back in 2022 and how things have all gone downhill since the Elden Ring won game of the year. You know, I don't know what they were thinking. Investigate when, the game awards. <laughs> yeah, investigate the game awards. <laughs> Who should have won game of the year? I don't know. Elden Ring should have won game of the year. I don't yeah, know. Elden Ring. Weird, like, <laughs> I think spoilers... Well, we're probably going to talk about Elden Ring when it goes to our game of the year discussion because yeah. neither of us played God of War, so it's going to be hard to beat. Uh, but that's going to be next week. So at this point, Kevin, I want to thank you for joining us on the pod. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed uh, spreading the gospel of Nobody Saves the World and hanging out with you fine folks. Yeah, that's our favorite part of the show is, that, is, is talking to people who are really passionate about these games. So... Uh, you have Project X Talk, the Xbox podcast, and I Hate My Friends, the podcast about everything, but mostly just chat with your bros and your friends. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and you said it was a network. What was the name of your network? Uh, Save the Game Media. We have um, we have four main shows you can catch every week: Project X Talk, I Hate My Friends, and then we have Frame by Frame, which is a film and TV podcast uh, hosted by uh, Amon and Jemmy. Usually are, are on that. They do some spinoffs where they have an anime cast every uh, once a month. So we have, we have a few one-off uh, things here monthly. And then we have uh, No Limits, a PlayStation podcast. If you want to check that out, if you want more gaming-focused content, uh, they cover the, the blue side to, to my green side, even though we all play on everything. Um, and then we got a bunch of Patreon-exclusive content that you can get, like, I don't know. We, we give you, like, eight nine shows on patreon a month or something my god it's crazy yeah we we, what a value we we pump it out over there for one dollar let me tell you you get content from us so you trying to buy us we're for sale (laughs) (laughs) no no you we listen we're for sale so you can't we can't both (laughs) buy each other (laughs) it's like some insider trading like the fucking dude the the, what is it ballin wonder world guy have you heard about that, Bill? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. You, 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 what is this? The creator of Sonic the Hedgehog has been arrested twice for insider trading. <laughs> was, was he at least getting... after him? God. Is, I hope they, I hope they sentence him, to, and, and then he has to go to the same prison as, uh, what's his name, Chris Chan? They have to show, share oh a cell God. together. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like, his God. Oh, man. All right, so links down below for all Kevin's stuff. Hopefully we get a link tree. With that, thanks for joining us this week, Co-op Partners. Maybe next time we can all become somebody together. I'm not a nobody. I'm a wiener. Bye. You can say bye, too. Bye. Perfect.